Before we start this episode, we wanted to ask you all to consider becoming a squadmate by supporting us on Patreon. We are a show run by three dads who all have regular day jobs, and our show is supported by listeners like you. We like to think that we provide something that is a little unique in the market with a show that's both family-friendly and devoted to gaming. If you would like to help support what we do, you can check out our Patreon page at MultiplayerSquad.com. Support starts as low as $5 a month, which gets you access to two extra Quick Take episodes every week, and you can even be a legendary supporter for $100, which lets you pick a game that we have to deep dive on the show. We know that not everybody has the ability to support the show financially, so if that is the case for you, please spread the word and tell somebody else about the show. Thank you so much to everyone out there that is already a Patreon supporter, and thank you to everyone out there for listening. All right, let's get into the show, which will knock your socks off. Hit the music! Hello, listeners! Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are just delighted, exhilarated, thrilled even, to have you joining us today for this episode. We are a group of three dads that love gaming, so if you want to hear three middle-aged men give their semi-informed opinions on gaming, you've come to the right place. Please make sure to rate our podcast five stars, leave a written review, and if you want to help support the show, come on over to MultiplayerSquad.com to see our Patreon page. You can help fund the show starting at $5 a month, and not only will you help out what I hope is your favorite podcast, you'll also get some awesome perks like getting two extra Quick Take episodes every week. All right, let's get into introductions. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, a man who wears his heart on his sleeve and spaghetti sauce on his tie, it's Josh. Uh, it is known that I am a messy eater. <laughs> That's why I grew a beard, because it's, it can... it's nature's bib. Mm-hmm. It's well-established canon on the show that uh, your keyboard holds a fair amount of food as well. Don't give away my food stash, Paul. <laughs> People are going to know where to look. That's <laughs> where you're saving for winter. And then, he's always taken the road less traveled. Some say it's because he's so independent, creative, and adventurous. But just ask his wife, and she'll say it's because he never stops to ask for directions. It's Michael. I don't need any directions. I make my own path. <laughs> hey, guys. Glad to be here. Oh, man. All right. We are so excited to jump into this episode here. This is a bonus round episode. If you're new to the show, every Monday we have an hour-long episode where we either deep dive an individual game or we have a bonus round like today where we'll just jump into a particular topic. And what we're going to be covering today is going to be something that we've never exactly done before, but I think it does tie in nicely to our uh, our last bonus round, where we broke down our individual top 10 favorite games of all time. So before we jump into talking about what today's episode will be, we do have a little bit of housekeeping. We did get two new Patreon supporters that we Ooh. wanted to give a shout out to, which is always exciting. I think this is one of our favorite things to do on the show. But we have quite a tool, and we also have Nixon SoCal that joined Patreon at the rare status. Yeah, we wanted to say thank you so much to the two of you. We need we need to insert like an applause into the you know <laughs> into the show for this this section. I'm sure I can find a royalty free applause. I'll, I'll I'll pop one in there. And Michael, I think Nixon SoCal is one of your buddies, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I know Nixon very well. Uh, he's actually one of the best divas you'll ever play. You'll ever you'll ever match up with in Overwatch. So when I was playing Overwatch a lot, he'd play Diva. He's really good, but uh, real casual gamer, real chill guy. Doesn't do comps because well, comp people are ridiculous sometimes. But I'm, I'm getting to that point, man. I sometimes I want to not mm. care if I lose. You know, like if if I if yeah. it's comp and I lose, I get mad. If it's quick yeah. play and I lose, I can just blame somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, and in comp, you get those people that get really mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some, I've seen people get banned, like sitting there during a match. It's just like you get so mad and just fly off the handle. Yeah. And it's just done. Yeah. Sometimes the uh, quick play is definitely just the way to go. It's more chill. Yeah. And then also, just today, just a, a little bit ago, we saw that Red Letter, who is a long term Epic supporter, upgraded his status to legendary. So we've got another legendary supporter. Thank you so much, Red Letter. Once legendary, always legendary is what we say. Red Letter's been supporting the show for a very long time. Super cool guy. Um, he has actually become like one of our kind of gaming friends to yep. where, you know, we have a private gaming server that we use as just our real life friends. And Red Letter has been invited to that and has played some <laughs> Halo Infinite with us. Super cool guy. Absolutely love playing with him. But, uh, it, you know, it, up in the legendary status helps the show immensely. So thank you, Red Letter. Uh, we do appreciate you a lot. I also really, I want that applause button now because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, applause button. It's amazing. Uh, we don't have it. But also, he's a member of the Golden Name Club, as he mentioned. Yeah. So, uh, in Discord, you know, if you're a legendary subscriber, your name shows up in gold forever. So whether you're legendary for a month or uh, six years, uh, wink, wink, we, red we letter. Like six um, years. <laughs> yeah, right. Then you get the Golden Name Club. So. Yeah, and you know, I also wanted to thank our Epic supporters because it's been a while since we've thanked them. So I wanted to thank our two Epic supporters who are Yoda and Michael the Butler. Oh, one I'm of those here. guys is cool, man. <laughs> I, I sound lazy. I haven't canceled it yet. I was going to say, just like Michael, giving myself you're, money that's being taxed. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a permanent host. You can definitely cancel your Patreon support. Don't if tell you me like. what I have uh, to do, Paul. <laughs> see, this is the difference between Paul and I. I would never mention that you're still supporting the show. <laughs> Whereas Paul's sure. like, Michael, you know, you really don't have to do that. <laughs> Maybe he forgot. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, we also have a one-year anniversary of support from Ace of Shame. So I know that his name's come up a lot on the last few episodes, but we definitely wanted to say thank you for a full year of support. Yeah. And then, uh, Josh, I think you've got a couple new reviews that have come in that you wanted to read. We are, thir as of this recording, we are 13 reviews away from hitting the magic 300 mark. And nice. that's incredible. Uh, if you have not left us a review, please help us push towards that mark. That's my next goal. 300, it's a big number. It's uh, it's a hundred more than two hundred, um, and so it's uh, you know, it's what we're, we're we're looking for. But yes, we did have a couple new reviews come in, and I'm just gonna get started. First one is titled "Great Guys, Great Podcast," and comes in from our buddy Scott Bryant, and it reads: "This is the only podcast I have ever kept up with. The host." seem like some great guys. I love that it's family friendly. My only negative is that I don't think their rating system is very family friendly, so I won't let my kids listen. I love them so much that I still think they deserve five stars. Wow. And very nice. A, a great review. And I, I got to say this. I was reading this one and it's like, 
you know, hey, there's a little bit of criticism in there. And, you know, it's sometimes it's tough to say, hey, you know, but I, I got to say, I love this review because it shows that we're not perfect. We are not for everybody. We don't do a lot of things that other podcasts do. We try to keep it family friendly. We try to keep it to gaming, you know, and there's, there's a lot of podcasts out there. So it really does mean a lot that even though we are imperfect, that somebody likes the show enough to still say, Hey, you guys may not be perfect in every way for me, but I still love the show. I still want to support you. Here's a five-star review to help you out. And I think that's, that's great. So thank you, Scott Bryant for the criticism and the great five-star review as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we always keep our episodes profanity free. Maybe it's fair to call it like an E10 plus rating. Maybe that's fair because we might describe like certain violence in a game or rate our games, make love, marry or murder, uh, which by the way is 100% my fault. That was my idea for that segment. And it still tickles me to no end. I think it's hilarious. But yeah, we really appreciate the positive review. And whether you listen with your kids or not, we're, we're very appreciative to all of our listeners. And we love getting those reviews. Yeah, and you can just assume that when we're talking about the best video game characters to have a beer with, it's just we're hanging out. It's butter <laughs> it's an beer. Harry Potter. It's just do it with butter. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's an O'Doul's. <laughs> also, guys, applause button would be hot on fire right now. We got so many claps and stuff going on. This, <laughs> this, is, great. Show would just, this is why we don't give Michael an applause button. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it would just be nonstop like, yay! <laughs> I've got I've got the stream deck sitting right here, and I would just be like, "What do I get to hit?" Just, no. There's a big red button that I just keep smashing. I literally just watched an episode of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" where they start a podcast and they agree no sound effects because they don't want it to be classless. <laughs> and then, of course, one of them just starts playing sound effects, and before you know it, that's all the show is. <laughs> so I feel like that would definitely be my goal if we uh, if we started sliding down that slope. All right. And then we've got another one. This one is titled Don't Know Their Own Power. And this one comes in from Blaze Macau. I hope I said your name right there. Apologies if I didn't. And it reads, long time, first time. This is a great podcast. Thanks to this show, I look forward to my commutes on Mondays and Thursdays. This show has also made me feel at home and very secure at times. So a big thanks to them for that. It should also be noted that they broke a server for Lost Ark by announcing which (laughs) server they would be joining. 7,000 person queue? That's crazy. I have never had to wait to log in. This fan base has some influence. (laughs) <laughs> oh awesome. thank you blaze mccall what, what an awesome review yeah i thank you to both of you thank you to everybody else i i have a lot more reviews in the bag um but uh keep keep leaving them like i said we're on that push to 300 and it's one of the best things you can do to help the show yeah everybody like I, not only does it help the show out a whole bunch because it allows you know all the algorithms to say hey this is a good podcast listen to it it also makes us feel warm in our hearts and that's something very important also leave a future review and you might be the victim of the applause button <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, there ain't no applause no button. so so true story real fast just because I, I just thought of it i i did one time when i was I, I believe i was like 13 or 14 my grandfather gave me the access keys to his computer i was playing descent at the time and i replaced all of his windows sound with Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes. Oh, no. And so every time he closed a window, it would go, Dana, Dana, Dana. <laughs> it's down. not a Puma. <laughs> yeah, it was, I just, he, he, he literally, like that day, was like, Michael! <laughs> oh, that's great. Right yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So jumping in to today's episode, we had a suggestion for a future episode that did come in on Discord. And for those of you that aren't currently a part of the Discord community, it's totally free. There's a link in the episode description. Come join us. We'd love to hang out with you online. But one of the suggestions did come in from Ace of Shame, where he suggested that we go through our favorite games basically for each of the major genres. So favorite RTS, favorite first-person shooter, favorite horror game, whatever it might be. And so we took that idea, and we just gave it a little bit of a twist for this episode. So what we are going to do is we are going to come up as a three-person consensus of what we want to deem the best game within these different genres So it's not Josh's favorite, Michael's favorite, or Paul's favorite necessarily, but as a three-man team, as a consensus, what are we going to most recommend for each of these genres? So this is going to work kind of similar to how we do our leaderboard. It'll be a little bit of give and take, a little bit of you know hemming and hawing and figuring out exactly what we want to put in at the top of each genre. How does that sound to you guys? I think it sounds great. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, I've just been saying the whole line. I'm, I'm fight, fight, fight. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, and and because they're different categories, they might not all be Mass Effect Two. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I, I was, I was going to joke when I broke down my top ten individually. Seven of them were open world RPGs. So this is an opportunity to branch out a little bit and maybe talk (laughs) about a few other genres since that just happened to be almost all of mine. So I think what we'll do here is let's just like uh, throw out one of the genres and then we'll just throw out a couple nominees. We can talk about those games and our experiences, whether or not we've played them, and then figure out what we want to crown as the winner. So, Michael, how about you pick our first category? What do you want to talk about first? Oh, man. Um, I really want to throw out FPS because I just don't play FPS. <laughs> He's like, let's, let's get it, it out it. of let's the just, way. <laughs> let's just knock it off the list oh, so that okay. I can talk the rest of the podcast. So, uh, best FPS game, right? And, I mean, I, I, I don't know if we put nostalgia in here or not, or if it's just the best modern game people can play now. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that part? It's whatever we want it to be, Michael. It's, yeah, this is our show, man. Well, then I got I got to go with GoldenEye 007, the OG best, <laughs> best, best FPS of all times. I do have other pieces on my list, by the way, because you can't really play GoldenEye now. It's very aged and dated. So I have a question for you guys. You both named GoldenEye in your top 10 of all time. I was a little surprised because I greatly preferred Perfect Dark. To Goldeneye. I never liked Perfect Dark, man. I played Perfect Dark. Maybe it's just that I was so wrapped up in Goldeneye and I had been playing that before I played Perfect Dark. And it's goofy because you're not alone in that take. There are a lot of people that say, hey, Perfect Dark's actually a better shooter for, for the time. Yeah, my wife is one of them. Yeah, and it's like, I just, for me, it didn't grab me like Goldeneye did. Maybe it's the music, maybe it's the theme, maybe it was the four-player co-op and the odd job guy running around until he got banned. I, I, I don't know what it is, you know, but I was not the fan of Perfect Dark, whereas I was a huge fan of Goldeneye. I think in my case, it was very similar. It's just that I played Goldeneye with my friends more, so it has more of that 
that remembrance to me. I remember playing it so much more and having so many good times. We never got together and said, hey, we're going to have a perfect dark day. We had a GoldenEye day. And so I just, I liked them both, but GoldenEye was just preferred because it was just more the standard of that four-person co-op, or not co-op because we're trying to kill yeah. each other, um, <laughs> that four-person game we could play together. Yeah, that's so funny to me because I definitely played both. But I remember playing so much more Perfect Dark. It might also be because I got my 64 later than most people, because that was the first console I ever owned. Yeah. Once I had my own money and, and my own job and you know everything else, I, that's when I had my first console. And so Perfect Dark was newer than GoldenEye, so maybe that's why I played it more. But I, I totally hear you. I think GoldenEye is absolutely on there for the shortlist for first person shooter obviously it's a little bit older but we do have a golden eye remake that i don't know if it's been confirmed or just rumored to be it's in the works all but confirmed at this all point. but confirmed like when you yeah. have that much rumor going on there's definitely some truth behind it so i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's all but confirmed <laughs> the yeah. worst kept secret I, yeah <laughs> all right, so let me mix this up because Goldeneye, I can I can definitely get behind that. But I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw out another nominee that's a little bit more current and was also on my top ten list. And hot take here, I'm gonna say Overwatch. Okay. Now people, I, I know there's people out there that are gasping right away and they're going, oh, Overwatch is one as the best first person shooter. How dare you? You know, what, what about Halo? What about Call of Duty? What about Battlefield? And I'll say, yes, you're right on all of those. However, name a first person shooter that is more accessible to a greater number of people than Overwatch is. Well, some of us love Overwatch, and we play nothing but Reinhardt, Winston, Mercy. That's exactly my point. Exactly <laughs> yeah, all the characters that yeah. don't shoot. <laughs> That's exactly my point because it's a it, Overwatch is a first person shooter, and while it has characters that may not shoot a pistol, I feel like you know, like Michael, for instance, not a huge fan of the genre. I've played Overwatch with Michael, you know, because there's characters that fit his his style, you know, and. It, yeah, it's like if you're one of those people that miss every shot, like Michael, then maybe Winston is for you. <laughs> yeah, right? No, I, 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 I love the face Michael just made. <laughs> I said that. I'm sorry. I just picked it on you, buddy. <laughs> no, but it is. It, you're, you jerk, first of all. How dare you? Second of all, I'm sorry. Um, no, but but the whole thing is you're 100% right when you think about accessible to multiple people. I'm like, well, you can play any game on multiple platforms, but then it's to access what you're talking about is – I don't like shooters very much. I love Overwatch because I don't have to shoot. I can heal or I can Reinhardt, 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 um, you know, charge in and just swing the hammer and stuff. And you're right. Like, my wife could play that and she doesn't do shooters either, you know? I mean, it, I, you're 100% right. And it's funny because I actually probably would have had that on my list. It's not on my list, but it should be because I didn't think of it as a shooter. So you came to fight, Josh, and the the sweet words that are coming out of your beard right now are are winning me over. <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, we still have Paul who might throw a wrench into this. What you got, Paul? You got a nominee? <laughs> I, I wrote down a couple nominees. Now, you guys might call me crazy, but did you guys ever play Quake 3 Arena? Oh, dude, I freaking love Quake. Give me Quake and Unreal Tournament in those. Oh, Am I too far in right field thinking that that could be a contender? Because the invention of the Arena multiplayer shooter... That to me was just so incredibly fun. Like, no campaign. Who cares? You're just going to jump <laughs> right into the action and fight your friends. Quake 3 was 
crazy at the time it came out. Everybody I knew played it. I love Quake. I love Unreal Tournament. I, this is where this genre gets goofy, right? And and again, this is all our our opinions and subjective. Because when I was thinking about this, I I initially just went Doom. Like Doom is yeah. the greatest first person shooter. Uh, you know, Doom yep. Eternal. I don't know if you guys played Doom Eternal, but it's phenomenal. I mean, one of the best shooters made in the last few years, if in my opinion. And so the Doom franchise carries so much weight to say, hey, if we're going to pick one, it's got to be in this franchise, right? And then there's your Call of Duty fans. They're going to say, how can you possibly pick a first-person shooter of all time and not say it's a Call of Duty game? And it's like, I, I get that, right? Like, there's different genres. There's you know, different people are going to gravitate towards towards different shooters for whatever reason, which is why I I, I kind of went back to the Overwatch theme because it's like it, it may not be the best pure shooter because it's it's hero based and it's skill based, like in the actual skills that the characters use. But I can't think of another shooter that is more accessible to people actually is required that you play as a team. Like that's the other aspect of Overwatch is you're a six man team. So it's not just who can frag out and 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 you know be selfish with their kill death ratio. It's can you be a team member and actually, you know, if you're if you're an amazing Reinhardt, you're gonna carry that team. I don't care if the other team's got an awesome McCree on it. You know, it's like you know that that Reinhardt's gonna help carry that team and he's not gonna fire a single shot. I really want to play Overwatch now because he's just been talking about it for about a minute. And I'm just I've like, got the itch. I'm not going to lie. I just want to play it right now. It's funny, though, that you talk about that because when you talk about FPS game, it seems like you're more gearing it towards the competitive nature of it. You know, um, you know, shooting actual people at the game, not actual people, but shooting characters that are controlled by people. I actually have played more FPS games than I thought that I'd had because I looked at the list and I'm like, no, I've played Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. I've played Doom. I've played a lot of Halos, but I do the campaigns. And so in those, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare is on my list as my short list of best FPS game of all time because I'm like, I liked the campaign. It was fun. The, the, um, those, probably those because three, the NPCs move slower. Those three-hour campaigns are fantastic. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're very good, but, hey, but they're I, very short. But I get to check off a game and say that I completed it, so we're good. <laughs> I think uh, Halo we would certainly need to consider. I was also going to bring up Doom. Also, Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2 is so good. Valve even says one of the reasons that they haven't done Half-Life 3 is because expectations are it. just too high because of it. how good 2 right. was. Half-Life 2 was on my list. Halo 3 was on my list. Overwatch was on my list. And then Doom. Uh, it's hard to pick which Doom, though. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, I, if I actually had to say, I think Doom Eternal is probably the best in the bunch, but that's going to sound like blasphemy to some older gamers to where they're right. like, how can you pick a new Doom against some of the older ones? Over Wolfenstein 3D. How yeah. dare you? Well, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Wolfenstein's what started it, right? Isn't Wolfenstein it, what yeah, started is. the genre? So it's like, yeah. there's yeah. a nod to that. But then what Paul said is the the arena shooters... I still exist. out back in the day, man. Uh, like as soon as you mentioned Quake, I got like a chill up my body, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." I, one question I had for you guys is now Half Life Alex. We are all on record saying we love the game. It's revolutionary love. for VR. Do you think that a really good VR first person shooter could potentially 
in the future be crowned the winner of best first person shooter? Or do you think it's just impossible? Here's the only problem I have with VR first person shooters is there's no weight to the weapon. Right. And so even in VR, it takes me out of it just enough. And even with Half-Life Alex, it took me a while to figure out really how to aim and hold the gun in the right spot so I could see it on the sights because it's not like I'm holding a real pistol. I've got to hold it slightly different from it. And I think that until they get that piece a little bit more right, until they can somehow – like I know they've got haptic feedback vests and stuff, but maybe you can get like – I don't know, a wand or a controller that actually has different shifting weights on them somehow. I know that's impossible because, you know, physics, like it's going to weigh whatever it weighs (laughs) if you're holding it. Um, But it'd be really cool to see something like that. I would say 50-50. I would say there's a chance that, you know, it depends on if VR keeps going the way it's going now. Because, you know, VR popped up about five years ago and was huge. And then it kind of lulled for a little bit. Do you guys remember that? It lulled down and we were thinking it's like 3D movies. Like, this is the next best thing. 3D movies. We'll go see movies in 3Ds. And And then it just (laughs) went away. And now everyone's like, why would I go see a movie in 3D? VR kind of did that and then came back. And so I'm wondering if it becomes more of the standard and they actually start developing more of like a competitive three-person shooter like... Uh, the Quake 3 Arena, where it's just it's a bunch of people in VR running around, and maybe, but I'd like to see it. That's all I got. I feel like 10 years down the road, who knows what they're doing with VR. I think it would be really neat to see where first-person shooters go. All right, now obviously we've spent an incredible amount of time on <laughs> FPS, but I think for most people, this is the number one genre that they care about. So you know, we wanted to give it its due time. Uh, I will say, Josh has kind of talked me into Overwatch. I think I could also very clearly see Goldeneye taking this as well. What what do you guys think? What do we want to crown the winner? I think historically Goldeneye is amazing. I think it ranked higher on Michael's list. It was a little bit lower than Overwatch on my list. I'm going to go on record and say I think it should be Overwatch. My only hesitation is I know that first-person shooter purists out there are rolling yeah. over right now and they're they're going like you guys are idiots i can't believe that you're going to nominate overwatch for best first person shooter and i get it <laughs> i'm not saying that you're wrong i'm saying that as a consensus what fits for michael what fits for me what fits for paul what fits for a huge portion of the population out there because that's what the goal is right is we're trying to all three come together and say hey this is right. what we think is the best shooter. I think it's the shooter that the most people can play. I played Overwatch with my daughter. She's not played a shooter in her entire life. And she hopped in and she played Mercy and she healed me and she had a blast. Like that to me is saying like this game stands above the rest in that regard. I hear you. Michael, what character do you main in Overwatch? I typically mean Reinhardt. Uh, so I'll do Reinhardt or um, Arisa most of the time. I'm very tanky. Um, Arisa's nice because, you know, she moves slow and stuff, but it's still, again, the shooter. She's using a, a machine gun of sorts. <laughs> and so if the person moves, I can just try to follow them around <laughs> right. and stuff like that. Um, no, but I, I, you know, instantly when I said Goldeneye and when when Josh said Overwatch, he almost changed my mind instantly. So I love video game purists, but you know, everyone's got an opinion and my opinion, which, you know, this is my podcast. So my opinion matters, I guess. <laughs> um, I think it's Overwatch because it doesn't frustrate me. It's a lot of fun. The matches are somewhat quick and you know, you, it, it, everybody can play it. And that's, that's my verdict on it. I, I think, I think we have a consensus here. I really do. 
Okay. I was going to throw my vote to Goldeneye because I main Reinhardt and Mercy. <laughs> but I, I totally understand the argument. I mean, Overwatch is a fantastic game. It's uh, number two on our leaderboard for a reason. So we can crown Overwatch the winner of the FPS genre. Boom. Yeah, and I think also... <laughs> and we're only halfway look through it, the episode. Point, right. <laughs> point I think for if you Josh. look at it, too, like, Goldeneye <laughs> is awesome, but it's also nostalgia, and you can't you really can't play, play it, it now. anymore. It's nice to have a list where it's like, it's not just a bunch of our old man right. picks, which is a lot of our top tens were our old man picks. Yeah, it's true. Sure. All right, so uh, we've got one down. Josh, what genre do you want to tackle next? I FPS. I love this genre. <laughs> I'm going puzzle games. Ooh, yes. Now, okay, people, okay. there's going to be some people that are groaning, and they're going, oh, I hate puzzle games. And I'm with you. I hate some puzzle games, too. Like, gaming for me is relaxing. It's an escape. But man, if you get a good puzzle game, they suck me in like no other game can sometimes. And it's just fun to be different, right? It's just a, it's so different than every other genre out there that I absolutely love it. And since I nominated it, I get to, I get to throw out my nomination, right? Sure. Go for slash, it. Slash agree. I'm going with the witness, dude. It for my money. <laughs> oh yes. For my money, the witness <laughs> is the best puzzle game that I have ever played. Now I will say this because I hope that one of you nominates another game that is probably the most popular puzzle game ever made. But the best, Ever. purest puzzle game for me is The Witness across the board. I like The Witness. It's a good game. I own it. I did not put a ton of time into it. I didn't finish it. But it's almost kind of like an escape room where you get this wild puzzle. You complete it. You go to the next area. You complete it. It's definitely a pure puzzle game. The best part about The Witness is that it teaches you the puzzles you have no idea what these puzzles are and it teaches you the basics. And that's what I love about it is you're not just thrust into a room and left to your own devices to try to figure out like, what the heck am I supposed to do? The game actually says, here's a very easy puzzle. Solve this. And then you go, oh, yeah, okay. And then it goes, same puzzle, a little bit harder. And then you go, uh, oh, 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 yeah, okay. And now it goes, now just take everything you learned and now solve this. And then you go, ah, like, I don't know how to solve that. And you're like, wait, wait, I really do because the game just taught me. It's just enough difficulty that it's challenging, but fun and not frustrating. Yeah. No, and when you mentioned The Witness, it's funny because I have not played The Witness. I'd heard of it before, and I was talking – I guess I'll throw my pick out real fast because it's going to be pretty obvious what it is right away if you listen to the Top 10 episode. But I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday. It was actually quite a tool. Quite a tool. One of the one of our subscribers is also a friend of mine. Oh, um, nice. I like yeah. this trend, so I Michael. Ta- <laughs> I know, right? Just, hey, if you know me, just – Throw money at the show. Uh, No, but I was talking to quite a tool, and I was talking about Myst, because he was like, oh, Myst is so great. I love Myst, you know, and Myst is one of the best puzzle games. It almost started the genre, you know, when we talk about revolutionary games. Shoot, Myst almost started PC gaming, you know what I mean? It was revolutionary. And he was like, have you played The Witness? I think you'll like The Witness. It actually is on an island, kind of the same thing, like kind of looks and feels like Myst. And I was like, I instantly bought it, and I will start playing it perhaps tonight. Um, (laughs) But since you've already thrown The Witness on the list and I haven't played it, I'm definitely throwing Myst out there because, uh, man, I got to get off these nostalgia picks. Actually, I'm going to make two picks, but I'll make the next one in a few minutes if you don't take it, Paul. (laughs) Sure. Because I didn't think I'd played that many puzzle games, but I'm looking at my list and I'm like, the four things on my list are all incredible puzzle games. How do I pick one? So, Paul, pick one for me. So, when I was making my list 
for all these different genres, I was going more as a purist. So a little part of me says, well, of course, why would it not be Portal 2? It's one of my all-time favorite games. It's a puzzle Mm -hmm. game. But it's more than just a puzzle game. Like, those games aren't really purist puzzle. I am just going to go OG Tetris. It's literally a puzzle that you play. It's on my list. It's the most popular video game of all time by far. And Tetris 99 is incredible. Like, there are still twists to Tetris that are coming out now. Tetris spawned so many stupid knockoffs like Dr. Mario, which Josh and oh, I yeah. have skewered in the past. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I felt <laughs> like, how how do you not put Tetris on the short list? Yeah, Tetris is definitely on my list. It was the one that I almost went with, but recency bias says that I just played Mist and I loved it, and it fit into the conversation <laughs> with Witness so well, so I just went with it. I, I'm, but Tetris is great. Guys, I'm ashamed of myself because Tetris didn't even come to mind for me. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't like, yes, it's a puzzle game, but like I view it as solving puzzles and Tetris is a puzzle is game. A like puzzle. I'm not disputing yeah. that at all, but I also yeah. hate Tetris. Oh, you do? <laughs> like, I, I love Tetris. Tetris, Tetris is so much Tetris fun. Tetris stresses me out, man. Like <laughs> I, I can do the slow Tetris and I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. Now I will say I played Tetris effect in VR, which is absolutely gorgeous by the way and then i, I haven't done that one. Oh, dude it's beautiful beautiful vr game and then the tetris part kicked in and they started falling faster and then i got all freaked out and i was like <laughs> ah, I hate this. and i refunded it so have you ever wow. seen human tetris where it's from like japanese game shows <laughs> where they have blocks on conveyor belts <laughs> and the people have to make the shape in order for the, oh, the shape I have to go past seen those. them, that is hilarious. Yeah, like, oh, yes, they even ha- they literally build Tetris in real life, so that that's why I needed to include it. I, I'm sorry to hear you don't enjoy playing it, Josh, but yeah, for I, me, Tetris. I'm in the was minority right there. there. All right, so did yeah. Michael nominate one? He was going to nominate a second one on top of Mist. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I was. Um, and this, I, I guarantee, this is probably not a super popular opinion, but I. I I think of how many VR games that I have that are puzzle based that I haven't played yet. And I, I went on a craze on, on one of the steam sales last year and just went nuts on buying a bunch of puzzle games. But then I was thinking about keep talking and nobody explodes. Oh. Yeah. I love that game. Great game. It's, you know, is it the best I, I though? It's that. so much fun. No. But, so wait, Paul, you mentioned portal Two, right? Yeah. But then you said no, because that was my other one is I was going to go the witness in portal Two, And that's what I was talking about. What I think there's one that's vastly more popular. Yeah, I would be 100% fine with Portal 2 winning. I was just thinking Tetris is the most pure puzzle game. It's the most played game. So to me, that was the first one I was going to nominate. But I mean, any of the games that we mentioned, I think are are up for grabs. I, I think Portal 2 would... I think uh, the popular vote would say deserve. Portal 2. Like people would expect to see Portal 2 yeah. out next to this. Yeah. And it's like, do we disappoint them and go with what the popular <laughs> vote is? Or do we fight it out? Or do I concede that Tetris is probably the most popular or the most well-known puzzle game? But I still have a hard time like in my brain thinking of that as a puzzle game. I view that more as like an arcade type game. Yeah. Well, honestly, my my second choice that I wanted to throw out was Portal Two. Oh, okay. and so it's I, I just, just kind of thought of right. yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's Portal Two. It's a, it's fantastic, and uh, it's kind of storied for a puzzle game too. It's really good. I, I love puzzle games that have a good story. I like that I, none I of us just, nominated it first, and yet now we're like, and yeah. it's Portal Two. <laughs> well, if, yeah. it, if it's everyone's second game that yeah, they thought of, true. then that's gonna yeah take it. 
As much as Michael loves Mist, just you know, Josh and I have not yet played it. So I will play. I mean, it, you though. should. Though. I will. <laughs> you should. Though I, I did. I did gift them each a copy of sure Mist did. when I finished it because because <laughs> nothing says friendship like making your friends feel obligated to do. I your will bill. play Mist. I actually want to play it. So, oh, right. how funny! All right, Paul, you got a uh, you got a category for us. Oh yeah, dude. We haven't talked about this genre in a while. This is the one that I think I thought about the most as soon as we decided to do this episode. Let's talk about real-time strategy, guys. RTS oh, games. Boy. Ooh, the uh, genre of the late '90s. I was gonna <laughs> say, so is this popular like, now? Is this like digging up a mummy and like opening <laughs> yes. its tomb to say, like, "Hey, we're going, we're going back in time to raise it from the dead"? <laughs> that is exactly what we are doing, man. So many good RTS memories for me. I mean, this was for, for as much fun as it was to have LAN parties with Xboxes for Halo, which I did do. I first think about hooking up our PCs and playing RTS games. There were so many that my friend group loved. I love going back and talking about RTS games. Uh, what do you think about these, Michael? Were you a big fan of RTSs? You know, I, I was, I, Sometimes they would just frustrate me a little bit because I just I didn't like the idea of most of them. You're controlling so many things like the first one I ever played was Command and Conquer. Yeah. And you've got to do all these things. And I'm like, oh, I forgot that I'm mining this gem resource and this building, and this building. I just want to go fight things and do that. But um, then I played Starcraft 2 and it kind of turned me onto it a lot more because that game is just absolutely mind blowingly good. Um, I haven't picked it up since they did the remaster, although I hear some people have complained about the remaster a little bit. Um, as just a not great, not as true. You're Blizzard, thinking of Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft three was the remaster. That's well, they did a Starcraft two remaster. No, they did they? the expansion. So they had like Starcraft two, and then they had Starcraft two, like Wings of Liberty and Heart of the Swarm, that's right. and those kind of expansions, which all tied into Starcraft two. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and honestly, I I, I liked them. I didn't play them a lot. I I kind of wish I had, but it was mostly just that I was wanting to play something else at the same time. So. Well, I played Total Annihilation. That one was awesome. Oh, I loved Total Annihilation. Great game. Yeah. So let's uh, let, let's 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 throw uh, some official nominees out there. We've already heard a couple titles mentioned. Michael, do you got a favorite out of the bunch you want to nominate? Is it StarCraft Two? StarCraft Two for sure, hands down. Uh, Very I'm, good pick. StarCraft Two is mine. It's the one RTS that I played more than any other. What's odd to me because I I have a feeling Paul's going like Command and Conquer. You know, or what's the other one? Red Alert, something like that. Well, that is Red Alert. Alert. Okay, see, I I missed the older real time strategy genre, like the back in the day, the Command and Conquers and the old Age of Empires. Like, I know there's people out there that are going to say Age of Empires Two is probably the best RTS out there. I never played that. I just I missed the older days of RTS for some reason. I remember the first one I ever played was Warcraft. And I mm. I don't remember if it was the original or two. I don't know that I ever played three. It's been so long, I just don't remember, to be honest. And I feel like I'm torn between Warcraft 2 or 3, or I can't remember which one, <laughs> which does not make it a good nomination. If I'm like, right. hey, guys, one of those Warcraft games was real good versus, like, I know I loved StarCraft 2, and I played the heck out of that. So that's my nomination as well. All right, so... This is the one that I came up with the most possible nominations. Now, just for fun, I looked at just 1995 to 1999. So this is a very small range of time. Okay. This just couple of years, a four-year spread, we got Command & Conquer, 
Warcraft 2, Command and Conquer Red Alert, Age of Empires, Myth, Total Annihilation, Myth 2, Starcraft, Age of Empires 2, Command and Conquer Tiberian Sun, and Homeworld. Like I'd be smashing the applause button right now for all of those. I'm glad I don't have an applause button right now. Those are like <laughs> They're all great. mega classics within RTS, and I'm sure though there's more. Those are just the ones I know of because I played them all. I missed every single one of those. I missed every single one of those. I, what happened during my life at that time, man? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not sure what you were playing. For me, I remember Command & Conquer Tiberian Sun. Like After that is when I started getting a little bit tired of RTS games, except for the fact that my all-time favorite is Warcraft 3. Warcraft 3 is the one that I did the most landing with my friends. This was when we first had laptops and we would run Warcraft 3 um and and play those at my parents' house. That one's fantastic. I have to mention Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-earth 1 and 2. I was going to I was going to honorable mention that one. Criminally yeah. underrated. Yes. And also uh, what most people would crown I don't know if it's most, but a lot would crown Company of Heroes, the best RTS, which I have never played. Have you guys played any of the Company of Heroes games? Because those are all in the like, I've, mid to late 2000s. I've not played them, but I have heard the same that if you like a lot of people say they're some of the best out there. Yeah. So uh, I, I would have thrown out Warcraft 3 and then my second pick would be Command and Conquer Red Alert. As much as I loved Starcraft, I just preferred Warcraft. I loved the idea of chopping these trees and farming more real life elements as opposed to like building pylons and farming these crystals and things like I, I like when it's a little more rooted in reality, even though I get it's a total fantasy game with orcs. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it sounds like StarCraft two is probably the front runner, and I have no problem with that. StarCraft is fantastic. I mean Warcraft doesn't have Protoss. Yeah, you gotta have see, Protoss. See, I was a I was a Zerg guy. Uh, I was Protoss all the yeah, way. Yeah, and I hated you guys because <laughs> one little Protoss guy gets in my base and I can't kill him with my little Zerglings. And it's like, well, I'm dead. <laughs> if you don't win in the first six minutes as Zerg, you're losing yeah. that battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How funny. All right, so we can crown StarCraft II the king of RTS. All right. Applause button. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right, Michael, What's uh, what category you want to pick here? Oh, that's right. It came back around to me. Um, oh man, uh, I don't. I I want to save one of the heavy hitters. That's going to be a big one for towards the end. And so I want to put in um, not a whole lot left. Actually, I, I want to go with turn based RPG because I've only got really I've really only got three on this list. Okay, and with turn based RPGs. I I'm not gonna take Paul's because I've only got about three or four hours in it, but it probably will win, and it's probably the best. Um, so for now, I'm just gonna say Final Fantasy VII. Ooh, that was one of the, on the two. Short list. That was one of my two. Uh, and I'm, I think that's I'm the heavy favorite. To win. It, it is. Yeah. Um, really. I mean, when you think of all time, yeah, Final Fantasy VII is still up there. The only problem is I'm not sure how well it holds up to today's day and age. Now the remake was phenomenal. I was a huge fan of the remake, yeah. even though I was a Final Fantasy VII, the original truther. When this remake happened, I kind of went, yeah, there's no way this is going to be nearly as good. And I was very happily surprised. Now, it's only like one quarter of the entire game. So, you know, it's like, can we judge the whole thing by that? But 
I'm with you. Yeah, can we can we cluster them together and <laughs> say the remake right. is part of it, or just say OG Final Fantasy? Well, VII you'd have to say the OG because it's the it. complete game at that point. Yeah, um, yeah, that's one of my two. So I will throw out because I did just mention this, and if I didn't bring it up, people are going to be like, "Josh is crazy" because he picks one thing and then he picks another. But for me, it's <laughs> hands down Divinity Original Sin two. Uh, it holds yeah. up to this day. As much as I absolutely love Final Fantasy seven, I think if you put the original in front of somebody today they would go, yeah, no. Whereas I think if you put Divinity Original Sin in front of them, they're going to go, wow, this game's great, and it's current, and it's modern, and it's beautiful, and it's got good graphics, and it's voice acted, and all that stuff, too. So I feel like it just transitions to modern times a little bit better. Even though in my heart, I feel like Final Fantasy VII is like the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny you say when you say Divinity, uh, Divinity Original Sin. That was the game I was talking about a few minutes ago when I said Paul. I really meant Josh. Oh, there you yeah, go. That's, uh, so, that's more Josh's yeah. game, but we do both love it. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to take this from from Josh because I know that's going to be probably your number one. But I I've only played it for a couple of hours with my wife, and we played co- couch co op, and I'm enthralled by it. I love it. It's great. The first two I wrote down were DOS 2 and Final Fantasy 7. Have you guys ever played Chrono Trigger? I have not. And I, that game, I, it makes me a little sad because that is up near the top of everybody's greatest turn-based RPG of all time. And the Chrono Trigger game. series, I see it over and over and over again. And yep. then I go... I, I missed it, man. Like <laughs> like I I don't I I don't know what I'm missing, but apparently it's great. I pulled some lists and every single list had Chrono Trigger like top two or three. And yeah. I was like, I must need to play this game now. It deserves to be up there. Go, uh, you know, wink, wink, find a way to play it <laughs> online. Not telling you how to do it, but you, you can, you can get creative, find some ways to get Chrono Trigger. Really good. One of the best <laughs> Super Nintendo games. I think it holds up still really well today because it's not poor 3D realistic graphics. It's more of that. 16-bit, you know, Super Nintendo graphics style. Right. Uh, also, I had on my short list Super Mario RPG. That was a fun game. I don't. I wouldn't crown it the all-time winner, but the guy who developed that said he really wants to make a sequel. I thought that was interesting. I would love nice. to see that come out. And uh, I think a lot of people would really root for Undertale, which just Josh and I were it. not I into. Know. We c- we did not like it. I know. I'm sorry to the Undertale fans out there. I, I'm glad you love the game. I just don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the end of my shortlist was Fallout 2. Mm. I love the old Fallout games. The There's a game that's a really old one. I was I would nominate this, but there's probably only like five people listening that have heard of it, but it's Wasteland. The old original yes. Wasteland, which was the precursor to the Fallout games is truly one of the best turn-based RPGs ever made. It's just so it's old that I <laughs> like people would go what? Like what? What game? And then they'd look it up and they go this game looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's all just vote cuz we all have the same top 2. All right. Michael, are you giving it to Final Fantasy 7 or DOS 2? I have to give it to Final Fantasy 7 simply because I would feel unethical to vote for DOS 2 with only a few hours played, <laughs> and Final Fantasy 7 is absolutely incredible, and it takes the crown, in my opinion. I, I'm i going to say Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 2, but with the caveat that it's I want more people to play it, because... I honestly, I like if you mention it to a lot of people, they go, "Oh yeah, I've heard of that game," and it's like I want you to experience that. So if I if we nominate it as the best turn based strategy game, maybe more people will experience it. Final Fantasy VII 
is probably the true king, but it just doesn't hold up anymore. And so I think there's going to be people out there that go like, I don't get it. Like, what are you guys talking about? Whereas if they pick up DOS 2, they're going to be like, whoa, I love you guys. This game's amazing. So Paul, you get to be the tiebreaker. I do. Uh, I think if we took a poll, people are going to say it's Final Fantasy VII, but I got to go Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. It, it takes... it. it look, Final Fantasy VII absolute classic right it was kind of the perfect turn-based rpg of its day we would not have divinity original sin 2 without it i i totally get it but dos 2 takes everything that turn-based rpg can do and just perfects all of it it comes along you know later it just kind of cherry picks what works on all the others the storyline is engaging the creativity you can get with the combat that that's why I would give it to it because Final Fantasy VII is very straightforward. You've got these couple of abilities, you choose them. You've got a couple other squad mates that are fun to play with, but you can't do the crazy combos and the wild ways that you can handle combat in Divinity: Original Sin. So I gotta hand it to that. Yeah, I'm with you. I, wh- that is not taking away from Final Fantasy VII because I think you you said if this was Family Feud, it's like 87 percent of people say Final Fantasy VII. You know, yeah. and it's like yes, that is the, yeah. that is the popular choice. But if we're talking about a game as a whole and what it offers to the genre, I I I, I can't think of a better one to be honest. I. I think to cap it off, really, what would I rather play today? Like right now, when we finish this podcast, what am I wanting to play more? Dusty, right. for sure, hands down, right. period. Yeah, right. I, they're, they're both great. Those are the 1A and 1B for me. I'd be fine with yeah. either winning, but it's going to go to DOS 2. All right, so uh, Josh, what are we going to hit now with our fifth genre? Uh, I'm going 2D platformer. We're going a little <laughs> old school here, buddy. Dude, I love 2D platformers so much. If we had to rate these genres against each other, this one would be like maybe at the top of the list. I love playing 2D platformers so much. All right. My nomination for this one is Mega Man. (laughs) Which which one? Mega Man 2? Yeah, I'm going to say Mega Man 2. I feel like Mega Man, like, I feel like 2, which, wow, man. Michael's holding up an X It's been so long. (laughs) Which is the one with, like, Leaf Man and, uh, is that 2? Okay, 2 then. I couldn't remember which one it was, but I remember the bosses. Yeah, Metal Man. Man. Yes. Okay, so 2 hands down for me. (laughs) <laughs> I, it's like yeah every it's just the best every list i saw it was yeah it was it was every list that i saw too it it had two mega men on every list and it was mega man x or 10 uh yeah i, I always call it x or mega man 2 that's my choice man i could it stole its virtues for days how it took 2d platforming and added combat and boss fights and you know all that stuff but i had more fun with mega man 2 than any other platformer i get that mario's the easy answer here and it's probably the most well-known answer. But if you said, which one of these do you want to play? I'm going to pick Mega Man 2 every single time. I think my personal favorite is definitely Celeste. I've said that before. Hmm. But I know that that one's not going to win here on the show. It, it, it would be very hard for me to not give it to a Mario. I think Mario 3 or Super Mario World would both be well worthy of the title. Super Meat Boy is incredibly fun. Rayman Legends. Oh, uh, Rayman Legends is a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I, I was thinking that my official nominations, because I'm going to pick more than one because I have to, I'm going to say Rayman Legends and 
Super Mario World. Those would be my two. And it's it's going to be very hard for me to not vote for a Mario game, to be honest. It How do you not give it to Mario? He's the king of platformers. Yeah, my my official nomination would be Mario 3. His first name is Mario. His last name is Mario. He's Mario Mario. <laughs> sure the is. third one. Or Mega Man X. Uh, I would put both of those out there. Um, and it was funny because I knew you were going to go Super Mario World, and I went. I knew I'd go Super Mario Three based on our our top ten list because you were like, "No, Super Mario World's better." I disagree. Yeah, Mario Three. Mario Three is so good. I, I'm 100 percent fine if that ends up winning. What was the uh, What was the recent Mega Man spiritual successor? Was it called like Twenty XX? Yep. That's a great game too. I didn't think about it, it was, until right now. I think we got that for free somehow, or I paid I like Epic ninety Game cents for it, or something like that. Wow. And it was really good. I was actually pleasantly surprised. That's a really good one too. Yeah, uh, I would be fine throwing my hat into the Mario Three ring. Is that I, the I'm okay? Fine with that. I'm going to sound really dumb here, guys. Oh but again, goodness, I'm a little bit older, <laughs> and my memory's not so good. Is that the raccoon one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I vote for that one then. I just like, they start blend together man <laughs> the opening start screen with the curtain like it's yes. a play okay yes, yes. I, I would yep. vote three over super mario world then it's because you're correct so awesome good I, I think that's a good choice and finally i have a winner which is awesome are you are you okay with that one paul do you do you have any hundred percent okay i just want to make sure I, you didn't have a strong protest there i i'm not ashamed to say i still play mario 3 all the time i love just doing a speed run warping straight to world eight and beating the game i also love warping to world seven and going into the castle where you can get infinite coins and i still remember where every single thing is in mario 3 it's probably the game i played the most until i got into pc gaming mario 3 is gonna have the most hours wow i i i think that's a consensus for all three of us there all right, so Applause we'll get Mario Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sorry. Paul, you're up. Which uh, what category are you going to nominate? We're running, All we're right. running out. We've only got should, a few should, left. I was going to say we've done five so far. Should we do just one more and cap it at six for today? If you pick the right category, yeah, yeah. That, that's my <laughs> thing too. Is that well, there's two that are very similar, and they both have a lot of the same heavy hitters in it. So it's I, tough to say. I'll Dude. say this: Why don't we not let's knock one off the board? I I would I would vote that we don't do third person adventure just because I feel like we've hashed that out and we're going to hash that out in a future episode where uh-huh. we're going to go to war a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> call. So All right. Do we want to do action RPG then for the we last sure one do. for today? I, that's what I would vote. All right. Let's yeah. let's do action RPG. Applause button. I, <laughs> no, there's no more applause I hope that button. somebody somewhere Michael's, is clapping every time Michael says that. Like, they're just in their car and they're like, yeah! It's like a bad laugh track on a sitcom every time I make a noise with applause buttons. Yeah, I was going to say, Michael's sound effect privileges have been revoked. Yeah, action RPG, I, since I was kind of more in that purist mode today, I'm thinking hack and slash, right? Oh. Like... I am not really thinking Witcher 3 or or like Mass Effect. I no. think you could qualify those as action RPGs. I don't qualify I am, them, though. I am thinking old school hack and slash, and what better game than Diablo 2? Yeah, Absolutely Diablo 2. 100% yes, Diablo 2. I, <laughs> okay. All right, show's <laughs> over. I, I, we can't end the show now. So. <laughs> this might be my all-time favorite genre. I love action RPGs. They're a blast. I am with you. I wish that there was more of them. I think that's one reason that... Uh, it's funny. 
I'm enjoying Lost Ark a lot because it reminds me of Diablo, but expanded. It's I was going to say the Diablo. exact same thing. It's basically it's like it's the same game. It's Diablo two, really, with better graphics, of course, and MMO and a whole bunch of endless things to do. And that that might be why it's so magical. Because I was talking to a friend of mine just a few days ago about the same thing. With like, is it like did it rip off some of these pieces of Diablo, oh, or yeah. is it just very similar? But then like when you get when when you kill something in Lost Ark and like the potions and coins come yep. out and everything, it's exactly the same. It's like the same noises too. Like it's but yeah, Diablo two is amazing. Yeah, so I, is Lost Ark. But Diablo I don't II. I don't remember who was saying it in our Discord server. But they were saying that they played a couple hours of Lost Ark and then they were dropping it because they didn't feel like it did anything all that well. It was kind of like like decent things from the past. I remember this. I feel like Lost Ark is the best action RPG combat I've seen since Diablo 2. I think these 100%. are the 1A and the 1B of of combat. I think you could kind of put Lost Ark near the top of this category. But on top of those, I think you could certainly argue for Borderlands 2 I think you could argue for Assassin's Creed. I think you could also argue for Shadow of Mordor. I want to give Lord oh, of the Rings a little bit of love. Dude, thank you, Paul, because that game is amazing, dude. I love those games. I actually started to re-download Shadow of Mordor the other day. Because, oh, I, and then I was like, oh, wait, I think I'm near my internet cap, so I better not. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you got to just bring your computer over to my house and just download it I here. Have, I have, like, a terabyte. Like, the, I, I don't know why we get close to this cap. It's two, two gamers. Uh, Too much know. Netflix. Yeah, a bunch of Netflix. I don't know, man. But, yeah, so I didn't wind up picking it back up, but those games are amazing. Um. What about you, Michael? Did you have? Were you going to nominate Diablo two, or did you have another one? I was a, I was a hundred percent going Diablo two, and that was that was that was mostly it. But I also had like things like Witcher three on here because I thought of it as an action RPG. Um, I had Oblivion on here because I also kind of think of it as an action <laughs> RPG, and also you know this, See, I won't say I, it it's funny because that. like Witcher three and Mass Effect and some of those did come up in like if you Google like you know best action games or best action RPGs. But it's like, I, I get it, but I don't really consider yeah. that to be true to the genre. There's long stretches I, that you're not fighting in those games. You're, you're doing quests, and you're reading, and you're exploring, or you're solving puzzles. When you're playing Diablo 2, you're, you're fighting the entire game. Like, sure, you go back to Deckard Kane and he's going to identify your equipment, and then you just go right back out there and start slaughtering. That, so to no, me, it fit the really bill. Really good point. Yeah, especially about like and, and I, I when you said Diablo two, I put on my Lost Ark hat too, and I think of the quests in Lost Ark. It's not like World of Warcraft where it's there's not a lot of go gather this, go run around and talk to these people. It's like you go talk to someone for a second and then you're fighting again. Yeah. You're and constantly fighting. All right. I have to even though Diablo two is the answer, I have to do my part as a fan of the series for because I know the other people are out there and they're screaming right now. And my other nomination was Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because as with you know, when it comes to action RPGs, the Dark Souls series as a whole is phenomenal. And you know, a lot of people say Dark Souls two. I think that was my favorite. Some people like. I mean, I think there's a different one for everybody, but that is the epitome of like the action RPG to me. If it's not the over the top pace like Diablo two is, because it's just it's always combat it's always fighting it's your skill there are rpg elements that add to that a lot you know and we're about to play elden ring which yeah. i am super hyped for 
right now. I'm terrified. I, and I'm, I'm terrified actually glad. Like, I wonder because it's like I know Paul. Paul likes Dark Souls, but he's not a huge fan of melee combat. And then it's like I'm inside. I'm kind of evilly like laughing because I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I wonder how Michael and Paul are gonna like Elden Ring. You know. You know why I haven't played a Dark Souls game? Because several years ago, I went to. Uh, when I got my PS4, I went and I just went to GameStop and talked to the guy and just started picking up used games and said, which one would you play? And I think I was holding up like Bloodborne and something else. And he was like, if you want to smash your face into a wall because it's so hard and get really frustrated, <laughs> play anything in the Dark Souls series, play Bloodborne. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. And I put it down. And that's stuck in my head forever. So we talk about Elden Ring and playing that as early as, you know, what comes out, what, Friday? Or whatever Come, it might be out. When it'll this, it'll be out by the time it'll already be out when this releases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so hey guys, we've been playing uh, we've been playing <laughs> Elden Ring. It's really good. Um, no, but I am terrified because I do not do well with frustration in video games. I will just put the controller down and go away and stop. But we'll, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm just waiting for Michael to be like, okay, guys, I have nine hours of playtime in Elden Ring. And I can't beat the first trash mob that I've come across. <laughs> right, right. Or, or there are nine hours of Elden Ring, and I have three bro- broken flat screens in my house. <laughs> my, my, Michael has quit the podcast. <laughs> We're back yeah, to a two man squad. That's it. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So, All right. So just to, uh, to 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 catch ourselves up here of the six winners for the RTS, we've got StarCraft Two for puzzle games. We've got Portal Two for two D platformers. We've got Super Mario Brothers Three. First person shooter, Overwatch. I think that might be our most controversial pick there. Oh, it's going that, to be. Yeah, some oh, people yeah. might have some heartburn over that. Action RPG, Diablo 2, and turn based RPG, Divinity Original Sin 2. That's a lot of sequels, guys. That's a lot of twos and threes. I was in that noticing list. in all of those, it's like, <laughs> is it that they perfected it? Is it that the yeah. first game went, hey, you're yes. on to something amazing? It's the, the beta. second game they went, we've got it, guys. Yep. Yeah. It's not about being first, but doing it right when you're ranking the all-time best. All right. So that's it for this episode. We were thinking about doing a few other genres like horror games, third-person adventure. Silent Hill. <laughs> Just putting that out there. I had a best VR game was thrown out there. So maybe we'll get around to some of those in a future episode. But that's all that we have time for here today. We will be back with our next episode on Thursday for This Week in Gaming. We would love to hear from the community. We would love to communicate with you guys. Come hit us up on socials at Multiplayer Pod everywhere, and we would love to have you in Discord totally free. Hop on in there, and you can post, talk to other listeners of the show. You can talk to me, Josh, and Michael. We'd love to have you in there as well. And I think that's it. Anything else, guys? Well, and... And a special shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Applause button to all of you. You are the hero of Kavach. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. And an extra special thank you once again to Epic supporter Michael the Butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quit reminding him, Paul. I, I applaud button myself. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all on Thursday. All right. See you, everybody. Bye. <laughs>